now listening to the Seventh Rounders. To episode 22 of the Seventh Rounders, and today we are brought to you by Blood Blisters. I got my first blood blister uh, after an episode on on the driving range, and it's kind of fun to like play with. I don't know why. It's just like this little dark spot that you just play around with. I'm scared to pop it or poke it. So to get rid of it, someone fill me in. What should I do? Just leave it be. Should I pop it? Is blood going to just go everywhere? Is it in your hand? Yeah, it's right on my finger. Uh, Let me see. It's kind of numb right now. Bad radio. It's kind of numb right now. That's a tough spot. That's a tricky location. For those that aren't watching, uh, everyone, it's like – Caddy cornered between his nail, the corner of his nail, right right as it crests into the flesh. It's a tough spot. Um, is it, you said it's squishy. Yeah, it's numb, but it's squishy. I, if I'm if I'm Chad Messier in the situation, I'm taking like three extra strength Tylenol, sterilizing a small pin needle, and just popping it. Sterilizing is key there. I'm guessing. You do not want a dirty pin needle going into your finger. Okay. You're, you're, right. when, when you expose yourself to a dirty pin needle, uh, you could get any amount of just uh, salmonella, asbestos, syphilis. Um, Definitely syphilis. Any of those in there. Like they all, they're all interchangeable. They all can, can be exposed to an open wound like the that. The plague, possibly. You know, it's not 1840. Um, actually, I think the plague was way before that. Bubonic or pneumonic? Pneumonic is definitely a form of music. No, the pneumonic plague. It's it's bubonic. I think there's two. No, no pneumonic is like a it's like a it's like a, a symphony, I believe. It's like a yeah. Beethoven symphony was the pneumonic symphony. Look it up. Don't actually look it pneumonic up. Pneumonic plague. Pneumonic is a severe lung infection caused by bacterium Yersinia pestis. Symptoms include Asbestos. fever, headache. Shortness of breath, chest pain, and cough. I said asbestos. All right, so we're brought to you by a long range of diseases tonight. Okay. Oh, I should keep going. So Twitter, hit us up on Twitter at 7th Podcast. Uh, Also on Twitter, 7th Round Media. Uh, If you're not feeling the podcast, if you want to comment on anything else. We also have IG at 7th Rounders Pod. They're feeling the podcast because they're listening, right? You know, they're feeling it. But we yes. should plug everything else. And right. then, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know where to find us there. Um, we're, this is over, what, two weeks now we've had the website going, about two weeks. We're yeah. loving it. We just love producing articles. Uh, biggest thing we're working on, well, for me at least, is the grammar thing. I'm struggling with the grammar. Um, so that's a work in progress. Bear with me. Uh, but I'm having a blast with it if um, – you guys have any suggestions, recommendations on what you want to not only listen to on here, but read about on the website, please do reach out and let us know. Um, if you don't want to do it publicly, we have emails now. Uh, we have Connor at Seventh Round Media. We have John at Seventh Round Media. And we have me, which is C. Messier at Seventh Round Media. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went a little different there. Um, so as always, feel free to shoot us an email if you don't want to reach out via social media. Um, anything to add there, boys? 
Nah, dude. It's it was a huge last couple of days in sports though. I'm I'm fired up for tonight. Yeah, I, not last night was one of the greatest sporting events I've ever watched. I, I'm like, I was I was running around my living room last night. It was incredible. And I want to get right into that right now because I am so disgusted in the fans in that stadium in Toronto last night. Absolutely, just. I'm just disappointed. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pissed off with the way they reacted to the Kevin Durant injury. I've honestly, like, I've never seen it like that before. And I'm going to be honest. I, I'm i just indifferent on who wins the series. But now I'm pissed off. I want to see the Warriors come back. That was just, no. that was disgusting what those fans did. They deserve to burn. And I want to see Curry right. and the boys come back and absolutely dominate because that was a goddamn joke what happened last night. You know, it is bad. Uh, and I don't want to defend what they did. It was really, though, if you look at different angles. I saw an angle like the upper level and uh, where, where he walked off the tunnel. Everyone's clapping. They're ch- they literally were chanting Katie. They are chanting his name, the fans were. It was the fans that were drunk as shit on the court level like right near where it happened, those were the ones that were clearly on, like, that. they, they, they fucked up. I mean, they did. But it wasn't everyone, so, you know, you got it. It's, it's unfortunate because Canada, you think, oh, sorry, it's, it's everyone's nice, but that's <laughs> no. tough. That's a, tough always- that's a blow to the brand for them just a little bit, for sure. Why is it always the courtside fans getting into stuff, you know? They do that. You know, they're is rich. They think they're above it. Yeah. It is entitled. That's BS. They knew they clapped as he walked off the court because they knew they messed up. Everyone in that stadium when it initially happened was clapping. That's bullshit if you say otherwise. They realized afterwards when the players on both teams were yelling at them that they messed up. Shame on them. They know they can't win that series if Durant plays. They're sore losers. They'll wind up being sore winners now that Durant's out because he would have taken over that series if he were, wasn't to get hurt so Tell you it's what, a shame he, that you can't he, see both teams at full strength it's he a shame. looked damn good last night when he was playing healthy that was so my question on that like a lot of people are saying he shouldn't have played should he have played I, I literally wrote an article about it today I was getting emotional a little bit I mean I don't know if there's a right answer like you, you gotta play him right if he can play I'm not I mean I mean, for the first, I mean, until he got hurt, I was like, why wasn't this guy playing game four, game three? So he looked like he was fine out there. We discussed a little before. He he wasn't moving a ton offensively. He was playing pretty aggressive defense. He was kind of just standing and shooting more on offense until he got hurt was when he made a cut. And obviously his Achilles popped and we still haven't seen it since. That's That was tough. You saw the slow-mo video of that? Yeah, it looked like something Ooh. just like rattled inside of him. It looked like there Dude, was it like, in there. I, it was like a gunshot went off inside of his leg. That's yeah. what it looked like. Um, it was scary. But you know, it, yeah, you hate to see that. Um, obviously, changes the whole dynamic. It, I, I that injury though, I think that fires up the Warriors. I'm, I'm really, if I'm Toronto, I'm really fucking worried. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly pulling for the Warriors to win the series. Yeah, there's no shot in hell I'll ever pull for that team. They're unfair. It shouldn't be allowed what they have. There's the talent, just unfair. 
But then on the flip side, you got to think like if Clay and Steph and them, if they don't win, it just proves that like anyone who thought you kind of thought Durant, uh, they'd be better without him or be fine without him. There's not. So he's, yeah. he clearly makes that team just significantly better. I thought that. No, Connor, Connor yeah, did yeah. briefly. I did. He did. I, I said they were better without KD or that they, they were tougher to guard. I, I disagree with, with that, but I just, Durant's received so much bad publicity over the years. You know, some of it's deserved, whether how he acts around the media or uh, things with his decision to go to Golden State and whatnot. But I just, I don't know. Clearly, like, I agree with John. He didn't look 100% on the offensive end of the court. I thought he worked his ass off on the defensive end. I just, I I owe him more respect just because he clearly wasn't 100% and he left it all out there. Um it's it's a shame to see a guy of that caliber um, get injured like that and that in those circumstances and most likely miss 70, 50 to seventy five percent of next year. Um, and it's another you know gonna, elite player off the court uh, for majority of the NBA season, which really sucks to see. I mean, if he wasn't so good, so clearly elite, just top top three player. Arguably top one healthy. He's still going to get a max contract despite the injury. No doubt about that. It's different uh, from like DeMarcus Cousins. Well, DeMarcus Cousins sucks, and I think that they <laughs> probably shouldn't play him anymore. Dude, he yeah. sucks. He is yeah, he, he is he's a I, cancerous I, presence on, on the floor for them. He kind of went off when KD left the game. He went for like seven, seven quick straight points as soon as KD left the game with the injury. He did, but then what did he do after that? He was like the the last couple minutes. He did everything he possibly could to try to lose that game for him. Yeah, that illegal screen was horrendous on his part. Yeah, so clear. And, and people and it pissed people. Are you like how are you gonna call it? It wasn't. He was moving clearly. That he was threw, very clear. He, le- he leaned right into him. That is a foul. Ten out of ten times. It's tough to call that that late in the game. That situation, but it's a it's a fucking foul. Come on. Yeah. So people are getting pissed off about that. I had no problem with that, even though I think the refs overall have been pretty lackluster the entire series. Uh, they can keep the whistles out of their mouth a little bit, but that was he leaned into them and he was moving. That was a clear foul. Yeah. So um, we'll wrap up on the Durant note by asking, one, does this affect where he goes um, next year? Does it – John does already said he doesn't think it'll – affect the amount of money he gets but do you think it affects where he goes i personally think it makes it more likely he returns to golden state a little bit not a ton i was about 50 50 before maybe less and now i'm at about 50 50 um and i don't know if um it's not going to be a one-year deal like cousins did but i i could see him uh with some sort of max deal possibly returning to golden state now I don't hate I that mean, take. Do you think he like? Do you think he trusts Golden State anymore? Though they they threw him out on the court, you know, he ruptures. His I think that lead. was primarily his decision. I think they left it up to him, and uh, he decided to play. I really don't think Golden State forced him to play. I think he's has a high enough pedigree to where he can make a big boy decision, and it was all on him to decide whether or not he played. I don't think he's going to stay in Golden State, but I don't hate to take Chad. Uh, I feel like he just wants a change of scenery. I really don't think that Golden State was all that 
Like they're all all that close. They were a couple of years past few years. Just feels like they need to switch it up. I'm I'm really hopeful that that happens. I'm sick of them. I'm so sick of them. I do. Um, switching gears to Curry, he's not okay. Curry is still phenomenal. Arguably a fourth to sixth or seventh best player in the league, but he's not quite what he was two years ago. He's just not as as quick. And and not that, but when a shot goes up, two years ago, I never had one thought about him missing it. It was going in every time he took a shot. Now I'm like, eh. He he hasn't shot. He hasn't shot terribly well. He's shot five for four. He's just a volume. He just chucks it up. Five for fourteen. He still went for thirty six last night. Like no, yeah, thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. Sorry, but I mean, he shot the ball twenty three times. That's a lot of shots. A lot yeah. of shots, and, and 14 of them were from three. I mean, no one else. The only other guy on the entire team that had double-digit shots was Clay. He had 21. How many points did Clay have? 26. 26. I think Clay's a guy that would, um, from a numbers uh, standpoint, I think he would benefit big time if Durant were to leave. I think he's a guy that next year, if Durant were to leave, he'd be the clear number two scoring option because Draymond's obviously – Declined big time on the offensive end, and Demarcus is Demarcus. I think Clay's a guy that could average thirty a game pretty easily next year. Clay's the ultimate glue guy; just yeah. keeps the team together. You saw the game that he was out. I mean, they were never in it at all at any point. Like yeah. even with with Durant coming back last night, Toronto was still hanging around. I think they would have hung around all game. Uh, but Clay, huge impact because he's also excellent defensively, perimeter defense. Yeah, they moved uh, him onto Kawhi at the end of the game. Which was interesting. Yeah. Now, my, I this was a, the only timeout I can think of worse than what I watched last night was when uh, Michigan, yes, was when Chris Webber called a timeout that he didn't have to cost them the championship. What the hell, Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse, Nicholas, Nicky Bags, what are you doing, calling a timeout? <laughs> Kawhi's got 10 straight. All of a sudden, you're up six. You haven't led the whole game other than, like, the first 30 seconds. You're up six now. Three minutes left. you got the ball coming down. Crowd's going friggin' nuts, dude. I'm on my – my pants are off on the ca- – I'm losing my shit. I'm like, Toronto's about to win this championship. I don't have to watch the Warriors yeah, game again. I, 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 I have to stay up past midnight and be miserable the next day again. This shit's over. It ends tonight. He calls timeout. I texted – I texted my group chat. I go, why did he just call timeout? And and it's like the momentum's gone. You killed it. You can't give Golden State the time to game plan that. And now you're also out of timeouts. They could have used that the last 16 seconds when they got the ball. They had no plan. Well, they they had a timeout the last 16 seconds. They didn't, they didn't call it. it. They didn't oh, call it. God. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. Um. I mean, that was inexcusable. And he's been the best coach of the postseason until he – why would you call that? I mean, do you – like, am I – I was what? thinking the same thing. I was freaking out. I, I I literally thought the championship was over. I thought the Raptors were going to score again. It was going to be eight yeah. points. I was like, it's over. All that momentum. You, Warriors are rattled defensively at that point because of just everything that just happened in the last minute and a half. They couldn't stop Kawhi. Why would you 
sit him down. Now he's out of the zone. Now the whole team's out of the zone. The fans are less engaged. Why the hell are you calling timeout right there? That was terrible. Absolutely terrible. I wrote about that today. I said if they end up losing this series, that could be a career-defining moment for Nick Nurse. That's a series. That is, I mean, Jesus, man. And I knew right when it happened, I was like, Curry hit the three to bring it within three, and then I was like, Warriors missed it. They're gonna hit Clay hits the next one. I was like, this shit's over. They're not there's no way Toronto wins now after it was tied. Dude, I do want to talk about Kyle Lowry, dude. He just can't he can't get it right. Now, He's been playing so well and he just still gets shafted in the media yeah. and like Twitter and everything. Now, dude, just gets bodied. I I was giving him a lot of hate to a lot of people last night, and then I saw a picture. Hey, Draymond actually blocked the shot. He got a finger or two on it. Uh-huh. So he it, but I mean, shot that thing behind the backboard, dude, to win the, just to win the final. <laughs> why is he? Why is why? I mean, I know Kawhi got double teamed, but you gotta. Why is he taking all the time? By the time he passed it, we'll double team. There's six seconds left. I mean. You know what that was? That was that was Kyle Lowry's potential Derek Fisher moment. <laughs> that could have been a Derek Fisher-esque moment. Because Derek Fisher was never, like, great, great. He was great. And Kyle Lowry's in, like, that same tier, you know? Except he just can't buy a bucket in the playoffs. Uh, um, yeah, I feel for him. But I'm all Golden State at this point. I am 100% on the Golden State bandwagon for this one. I've never cared more about a series that has two teams that I could care less about normally. I I want this so badly. Yeah. And whenever I root for something that I don't usually care about, it winds up I wind up losing. So I should probably root for Toronto. No, no, Golden no. State keep keep rooting for Golden State. Keep okay. State. Um last note on that uh with the Durant injury. So obviously it's an Achilles injury, most likely ruptured Achilles. Were they misleading us by saying it was a calf injury yes. from the beginning? Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Dude, and it's like I know there have been murmurs, and I was definitely a believer for like like a week and a half, two weeks ago. I was like, "There's no way it's it's the calf is the main issue here." He also grabbed. His Achilles when he initially got hurt. Yeah, you don't bounce. Yeah, I I always thought that he grabbed lower than his calf. But the Achilles is attached to your calf, right? So it could be an issue with the upper, like the upper part of the Achilles, which is near the calf. So right, but they made it, and I did get Nick Seal corrected me this morning. The resident doctor, Um, shout out Nick. I know you're listening. He hit me with the, you know, these are attached, and I was like, yeah, it's the Achilles injury though. And the Achilles is very tricky. Um, calf is less tricky, I, I would believe, if it was predominantly just the calf muscle. But the Achilles was obviously never right. And yeah. that's easy to tweak again. So as that was the main issue. They made everyone believe, or they tried to make everyone believe that it was just the calf muscle. It wasn't. I will say I had Achilles tendonitis back in the eighth grade. Not even a ruptured Achilles. I was out of basketball for like, I want to say like, two or three weeks because that my shit was just on fire like anytime yeah. i walked on it just burned huh so well that's got to be a, a horrible injury to experience yeah i could not imagine um let's wrap this up by uh giving our predictions 
Like I said, I am all in on the Warriors at this point. Um, I'm going to take the Warriors in seven, even though I'm very skeptical it happens, but I, I'm pulling for them. So I, I, I'll take the Warriors in seven. Uh, Connor, how about you? I got Warriors in seven as well. I just need it to happen. Yeah. Um, I'll be different and say Raptors in seven. So you think Warriors are getting one in Golden State? Yes. Wow. Bring it back to Toronto. I either way, just if you if this series gives me a game seven, I'm gonna be absolutely gassed up. This has been the I, best uh, finals I can remember in a long time, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, and I, I didn't mean, think that before this last game, but last game really flipped like an entire switch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean I even after game one and two, like I was watching, but I, I didn't. I don't know. Even when it got to three one, I thought, uh, and I didn't think Durant was gonna play. I thought it was over. But then seeing Durant come back, I was I was gassed up to watch. Seeing him go down was devastating, and I was pissed off at the crowd. So now I'm fired up for these last, hopefully, last two games. Um. I just don't want the Warriors to win again, so I don't want to root for that. I don't want to root for them, so I'm going Raptors in seven. All right. One last uh, fun fact I want to add on Durant. Did you see that viewership? I think the stat I saw is it went up last night. Uh, You got to repeat that. You just had a seizure on the air. I said, did you see last night that viewership was up 37%? I did not see that. Oh, if that doesn't show he's, like, you know, the best of the best. You know, I saw some stats saying, like, it was idiotic. It was, like, overall the the viewership of the finals uh, in the U.S. is down, like, 30-something percent. Well, no shit, it's down. One of the teams is from Canada. Like, why wouldn't you include, like, Canada in making these statements? I was just very disgruntled. I was just ang- – I was an angry Chad last night. You know uh, – you make a good Canada is not in the United States, and some people do forget that. Toronto is outside of the country. So now, you know, I don't know. Do you think there will be an NBA team in a, a different country at any point? I hope not. I really I feel hope like not. they're really trying to expand into Asia. I think that would be crazy. That would be a hike. <laughs> It'd be well, miserable for the players. <laughs> Could you yeah. imagine if they only came over for the playoffs? Like they had, so their they... Own, they had it was like a third conference. So you had the West, the East, and then like the Pacific. The Pacific, yeah. And they just played a, a different regular season, and then the winner came over for the championship for the so you're playoffs. You're talking about several teams expansion, like there's a handful of teams. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. realistic that is. Me neither, but that'd be crazy. Logistically. Logistically. Yeah, Demarcus um, Cousins playing for the Hong Kong Hubers. The Hong Kong Kongs. All right, well, moving let's on. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move, move on. on. Um, we do have a game seven in hockey, yeah. which I am very excited about. Although game six really disappointed me. I'm not going to lie to you about that. I have a lot to say on that because I lost some money. Made this me angry. series has killed me in numerous ways. Leave it at that. Hate it. 
I've hated it, but I've loved it. They've been exciting games, but they've just been unhappy results. It's like... I think St. Louis is in trouble. Everyone does, dude. Everyone is already pretty much given... Other than the city of St. Louis, who's mistakenly put out several items saying that they've already won. Everyone else, every other city is... I mean, Boston, everyone thinks Boston's going to win this game. It's almost like there's no way they don't. Yeah. Which is why Wait, where is this game? Is going to win. In Boston. You know what championship this reminds me of? That was another Boston team involved. It reminds me of New England versus Philadelphia. I everyone, like that comparison. Everyone said there's absolutely yeah. no way New England loses this game to Nick yeah. Foles. Yeah. And they lost. So That's I am, a hell of a comparison. I am hanging on to the Blues. The Blues are going into Boston. They've been a better road team this entire playoffs. They're going to go into Boston. They're going to smear the ice with the Bruins' blood. Let's go, Blues. Let's go, I'm, I'm going to be rooting. Oh, she's so good looking. I'm, I'm also rooting for the Blues big time. I'm just, my confidence is not there at the moment. Maybe I should root for Boston so St. Louis wins. Yes, do that. Okay. Go, Bruins. Go, Bruins. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> I was all ready to get really fired up and, you know, Blues are going to do it, prove everyone wrong. And then I remembered the goalie matchup. Uh, it's very lopsided right now. Bennington looks really rattled. Rask looks like impenetrable. So. Again, though, Bennington has the NHL postseason record for most road wins in a single playoffs. With yeah, nine. I mean. Dude is a brick wall on the road. He responded well. He responded well in Game yep. Five after getting pulled. I his feel two, good about this. I feel two, good. His two games that were just ugly were at home. So that's and and the Blues have not been a very good home team all postseason. They've been very mediocre. So you know what? I'm back on the Blues. I'm with you, dude. Give me the Blues. We just, I just need it to happen. This would be I an have, absolute heartbreak for the city of Boston. It's like they're, they're, just, they're due, dude. They're due to lose one of these championships. I love the Super Bowl comparison, Patriots-Eagles. No one Ow. gave the Eagles a shot. They pulled no. out the, uh, what was that trick play called again? Philly the, special. Uh, Philly the special. Philly special. I don't know what the equivalent of that is in hockey. But they're going to figure it out. The flying V. The flying V. They're going to pull out the flying V. That's exactly right. Yeah, so I am Goat Bruins, but that's like a major wink, 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 if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, oh, big wink, wink, wink. The Bruins are currently, uh, they're minus 170 favorites right now. So they're heavily favored. Uh, I would imagine if, uh, let me check, Chad, say something real quick. All right, uh, on the on the city of Boston note, I just want to uh, quickly, more serious note, thoughts and prayers out to David Ortiz, his family, the city of Boston, uh, really everyone that knows uh, Mr. Ortiz. Uh, terrible situation that happened down in the Dominican Republic. So obviously I think uh, seventh round media is sending their best yep. wishes for a speedy recovery. Yep. City of, uh, not city, country of the Dominican Republic going through a rough time right now. There's, like, been people dying at, at like, resorts and stuff. Speaking of asbestos, that's actually, like, a, a high suspect right now. Dude, 
You get the mesothelioma running around, and all of a sudden, asbestos is in your lungs. You don't want that. You yeah. really don't want that. Not at all. You gotta um, hire one of those mesothelioma lawyers that you see. Those are the worst commercials on TV. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but they're terrible. You know what? I've grown to love them because it produces, you know, me saying mesothelioma. I'll try to work it in like, I don't know, like two or three sentences a month. They all start the same. They always start the same. They're always like, have you or a loved one ever experienced mesothelioma? Mesothelioma, mesothelioma, mesothelioma. That was nice, dude. It's kind of killed it right there. The last one was a little blurred. Yeah, there was a th- th in there when I think it's a ph. No, it's not. It's uh, mesothelioma. Read a friggin' dictionary, Chad, dude. Be better. Yeah, you now listen. What I was looking up, um, about seventy-five percent of the bets right now are on the Bruins. So Vegas is pulling for the Blues. When that Vegas, you gotta go with for, the Blues. When Vegas is pulling for a side, you gotta be on that side. It's just that <laughs> Vegas is in business for a reason. So, but speaking of uh, of gambling, I wanted to say last game I ended up taking the under five, right? Under five, it's one nothing going yep. into the into the third period. Yep, yep. And yep. they score five goals. Yes, Thankfully, I ended up hedging it and I took over three and a half goals live. So, you know, we came out even and it wasn't a a, a problem whatsoever. But are you kidding me? Oh, I know. That was that was frustrating. That. that was very yeah. frustrating. And, Do you uh, boys want to hear a good thing? I did a good Samaritan thing. You you'll probably be disappointed in me. But game one of the it's on the betting note. Game one of the NBA finals. I was all in on the Warriors. Um, when Toronto was favored. I took the Warriors money line, put a hundred bucks on it. First time gambling and second time ever, actually. Five minutes before the game starts, my neighbor Kyle Hesslinger texts me. Because he put in the bet for me. He says, let's split it. Let's go 50-50. And I was nervous at that point. So I was like, sure. We get end of the first quarter and Toronto's up a decent amount. He says, I'm backing out. The dumbass that I am was like, fuck you. Like, I don't need you. That's (laughs) fine. And I am just so disappointed in myself for doing that. You are an idiot. It happens to the best of us, dude. So, uh, for those breaking news, Connor Powers has put a $50 wager on the St. Louis Blues as we speak within the last 35 seconds. Um, Connor, you know, and some compare him. I think we're the blue man group for this game, I could say. Wink, wink at Chad. He's rooting for the Bruins. Wink, wink. Um, But we're the blue man group. Uh, We go as the blue man group. I'm excited. I'm I mean, that's tomorrow night, So I and tonight, if you're listening, it'll be tonight, tonight, <laughs> NBC, 8 o'clock. Boo, uh, boo, we'll boo, get to boo, watch boo, the Blues. Blues shock the world. Fire it up. Give yeah. me give me, a Tarasenko hattie. Tata, breaking news. According to NFL insider Leroy, hearing Vikings defensive tackle Linval Joseph has been stuck in an elevator for several hours. We'll provide updates as the situation develops. So you cut me off for to that. share news from a dog. <laughs> That's a dog? Oh, my it, God. Isn't NFL Leroy the dog account? Oh. <laughs> oh, so it says... The file picture is a dog. Wait, is that serious? Yeah. 
Chad. Oh, I thought Chad, it was like an actual Chad. thing. You cut me off. I was getting all fired up. Give me okay. a Tarasenko. Shut up. Give me a Tarasenko. Little dangle roo. A little dangle rooski. Snipperoo. Give me like two goals from Tarasenko. That's what I would need. If he scores two, they win. I they need Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly to score again. He's absolutely balling right now. Yeah. Braden Shen two goals. So how many goals they have? Everyone's gonna score fucking two goals, Chad. Yeah. So it's gonna be a seven nothing win by St. Louis. No, realistically, if 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 it's gonna if they're gonna win, they're gonna have to win this game like two to one. I would love overtime. Overtime would be awesome. Give me overtime. Yeah, that'd be insane. I need our fact checkers out there. I need our fact checkers out there. How many game seven Stanley Cup final games have gone into overtime? That's what I yeah, want to know. That's going to be the fun fact of the week. Tweet it at us. Uh, yeah, tweet it at us. Speaking um, of fun facts. Yeah. Is I it time? Say, yeah, it, it could be time. But the last thing I wanted to say is if they could pull it off in Boston, that would really make my probably my entire month. That would be so awesome. Yeah. Outside of the city of Toronto now, the only city I hate more is the city of Boston. So Go, go. go, uh, go Blues. Go let's, Blues. Uh, let's get to it, though. I think John can clinch this week. So this could be it, folks. John needs two W's to clinch the Karen Powers titillation segment. This will be the end of an era. Mrs. Powers, I love you. Thank you for listening. Coming up with several websites for me to use to gain knowledge and provide this audience with fun facts that hopefully make you smile. We don't know what we're going to do next. That will be figured out at a later date, but let's get into it. It is currently 4837 John and it was first to 50. So here we go. John, you are up first. Yep. How much less money did Jordan Spieth win in the Masters than Arnold Palmer won in his entire career. How much less? Yes. Oh in, in all of his Masters or just one Masters that he won? Spieth only won one Masters. So just the one that he won? Yes. How much less money did he win in his one Masters than Arnold Palmer won in his entire career? $69. Wow, I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with $5,000. $61,000. A lot. I thought it was I almost thought it was going to be a trick question you're going to say you won more. I don't know yeah. how the the currency transfers uh from like 1960 time to now with inflation and and that's so just I'm giving myself a headache now. thinking about it. Yeah, you give myself a headache. You said I need two to clinch, right? Yeah. I didn't want right. that one. It would have been too easy. Connor, next one. I want to how- take this one to five questions. I'm going to take this to five, all right? Connor, how many dimples does the average golf ball have? A little golf. I sense a golf-themed round today. 84. It's way more than that. It's way more than that. 100. 336. I knew it was more. I just didn't want to go too much higher. It's like playing Jeopardy. 
I knew it was more. Connor, I'm one away. Here we go. John. I'm down. I got the I got the def the three one deficit right now. Let's see if I can pull it out. Per acre in a forest. Per acre in a forest. How many a- or what is the average amount of spiders found? Ooh. <laughs> and how how much of the forest? An acre. Oh my god, I have no idea. Um well, acre oh you're up. Acres big. No, John, no, you're up. up. Yeah. Acres I'm big. I'm if glad I don't have acre, acre. If you told me an acre was the size of like I I, I don't even know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Spiders, they seem pretty prevalent. You're saying even the tiniest little spider. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Connor, your property was probably Give five me. or six acres. It was five acres, yeah. Okay. Give me, humble brag, give me um, 3,500 spiders. 3,600, it's way more. Got to be like 50K. 50,000. Yeah. These are the type of things, like I said, I want to take it to five, so I, I don't care about missing that one. That's fine with me. Connor. How many animals does a lion kill on average while hunting per year? This is a good question for me because I've fallen asleep to planet Earth about, I don't know, 45 times in the last three months. I'm going to go 365. I think it's right around one a day. It is way less than that because I watch a lot of planet Earth and they are not that successful. I'm going, wait, I don't want to win. I do want to win because I don't want to do it next week. So I'm going to say <clears throat> three, three, 364. 20. Wow. That's it. And John wins because he watches Planet Earth. I've said it three times now religiously. You fall asleep to Dave and Attenborough. You're guaranteed a decent night of sleep. I say decent because good night of sleep rarely exists in the working world, I've learned. I'm tired all the time. Would you guys like to hear the last question that I would have asked? Yeah, we'll do a a bonus one. What is is Miguel Cabrera's career batting average as of the end of 2018? 307. I'm going to go 300. 321. Wow. Good. That's a good player. That's incredible, actually. Is that where is that? Do you know where that? You probably don't. You don't look at the other the the big picture stats. You know where that ranks all time, like minimum. Uh, forty eighth. Forty eighth. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so congratulations, Jonathan. You are you. <clears throat> the inaugural winner. I need to get this kid a raise. Of Thank you, sir. segment. Congratulations. Uh, do, do I what do I get like a minute speech here to just talk yeah. about it? Go ahead. Whatever's on my mind. Well, you know, and it started many, many years ago. Uh, and I'm not talking about the titties. I'm talking about just a winning attitude, winning mentality. I knew before we even had a plan for a podcast, I was gonna destroy Connor in whatever competition we had. Um, and I'm being as humble as I possibly can. I knew I would win. I knew I would win. Chad did all he could to try to stop me from winning with just some ridiculous questions, especially towards the second half of the titillation season. Um, 
But I'm just ha- – this. it feels good. Do I get a trophy? Like, are you going to send me, like, a cert- certificate? Um, hell, I'll autograph a picture and send it to you if you'd like. I would like that. You would like yeah. that? Okay. Do you, you boys know. have any suggestions for what we should do next? You know, we'll no, think, I, I think uh, we, we should, we should put that out to the public. This is a yeah. good time to uh, to plug our other uh, our other podcast. Um, they have a couple comp- They had a competition on uh, the classroom pod last week. A little spelling bee. Um, so you can listen to uh, AJ Wood and uh, and Mike Rod on our other pod. They talk about basically the most random stuff. Anything from language to dinosaurs to you know favorite sayings. So just go over there if you like to have a good laugh. Just mix it up from the the sporting world every now and then and we're gonna start here. we're yeah we're gonna start charging them royalties now for these plugs because that's the third one in a row and i've yet to get a plug out of them so wow. i'm waiting for that and i'm also waiting to be invited on the show because i don't know i just won this i should be on that show right yeah that you could should be surprise, you know that yeah that's your prize you know i wouldn't be mad about it i really wouldn't no um can we talk about real quick the U.S. women's national team did something I've never even seen before. Like, is that even legal what I watched today? 13-0. If, you're, if, if, you're, if I'm Thailand, what are you doing, bro? Chad is just <laughs> blowing his nose. Allergies. Allergy the, season. Such well, a tenacity. What kind of allergy medicine do you use, Zyrtec? Um, honestly, it's whatever. I just find pills in the closet and just pop them at this point. That's good. 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 Yeah. But – if I'm Th- if I'm Thailand as a player, I'm refusing to play any more games. There's no way after that. Your whole country should be embarrassed. <laughs> it's not their fault. They don't have like the resources. I know. There's actually do. a lot of bad stuff going over in Thailand. I should backtrack. Yeah, I'm being that. personally take that uh, back. I, Rewind I think... it, AJ. <laughs> personally, I've I've already made it a point in my head to just bleep myself out already like i'm just i'm very careful every word is very constructively conceived here as we discuss the united states women's national team pulverizing thailand 13-0 today that is uh the most aggressive word i'll use to describe it that's all i'll do how about i'm I'm, I'm tapping out right there alex morgan put up five goals and three assists she's I, I, i don't even i couldn't even do that in fifa playing against like a toddler you know, and in FIFA now, fun feature you can play as the women's teams. I highly recommend it. That is it. fun. So you're just comparing it to playing Mike Rodriguez in FIFA. Yes, exactly. He's trash. He sucks. Um, <laughs> you want I a do, good? You want a? You want a morale boost? Play Mike in FIFA. Yeah, I do enjoy uh, watching the women's World Cup though. Yeah. I just um. They, I guess Sweden knocked us out of the 2016 Olympics. We play them on June 20th. Yeah, I guess, they're dank. I guess our next team that we play, Chile, really bad too. So might be another blowout. The difference, got- the difference is it's because we're good. I think that's why we enjoy it when our men's team is just like non-existent. Oh, yeah, if the men's team was good, I'd be locked in. Yeah, but now that with next Olympics we have Christian Pulisic in it, it's going to be a treat to watch. Brother, We're gonna have to qualify brother. first. We have to qualify True. for that. We just got smacked by uh, <laughs> Venezuela. I Venezuela believe. just beat us three nothing, dude. Are we they're serious? Dope, no, they're we not. Suck. Venezuela is not that good. 
Our, they're not. Our goalkeeper, they're really literally, not. our goalkeeper literally assisted on their first goal. He just rolled it right to the guy, and they just put it away. Good. What are we good. doing? Oh, my God. It, US, U.S. men's team figured out. Literally watched some tape on the women's team. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on quick. What are the Raiders doing, dude? Why are they on hard knocks? What is that? I had to see it coming, dude. They're they're literally just an NFL sideshow. They are. They're going to Las Vegas to be a show. They're terrible. <laughs> That's why I have them picking first overall in uh, the way too early with two O's. Twenty twenty mock draft. <laughs> they're really bad. John Gruden, I'm I'm out on him, to be honest. I don't know what he's trying to do. Dude, I can't get over they fired their whole or they sent home their whole scouting department before the draft. That's just, that's that's yeah, trust issues. They're like, we'll just uh we'll do it ourselves. No that's vacation. serious trust issues. Um They got Mike Mayock though, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the one that dismissed them all. Uh good for him. Yeah. Um we should slide over to baseball. Things are finally at that point in the season where things are kind of like locking into place, you know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, what do we have on that front? The Red Sox are still surprisingly bad. Do you guys see them making the playoffs at this point? No, because Tampa Bay looks pretty legit. Well, what's more of a surprise? I'll ask you this. How average Boston has been or how terrible Cleveland has been? By how average Boston's been. Cleveland has... Cleveland has been dealing with injuries the entire season from before the year started. Ramirez and Lindor got hurt in like the end of spring training. They've lost Kluber, Carrasco. Now their pitching staff is makeshift. Bauer's been disappointing. Um, There's still a game of that. I mean, they're basically the same record. They're actually not Cle- that bad. Cleveland's yeah. a game over 500. Chad, I mean, that was a little misguided. I don't know what what that was. I thought they had a wor- way worse record than that. No, nah, you know who's decent? They're going to be good next year. They're Obviously, they've got the best record in the league, I'm pretty sure. Chicago White Sox, keep an eye on them. They got a lot of young talent. Tim Anderson, stud. Lucas Giolito, stud. Eloy Jimenez will be a stud. Watch the White Sox, maybe not this year. Watch them next year. Moncada's been playing better. Moncada, they've got a young guy, Luis Robert, who's a top 10 prospect who could get called up. He's 21 years old. Speaking of young guys like the White Sox, uh, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but this is a good discussion. Um, What do you guys think of this um, rule with the young guys where they have to stay down for a certain amount of time to preserve an extra year of eligibility? Do you guys like that, how that works? arbitration yeah no i hate it i hate it and you know why i hate it team like you yankees you don't really got to worry about that team like me pirates fan absolutely every single season you gotta worry about the super friggin two because they won't call anyone up they got it they crave they salivate suckle at the teat at that extra year of eligibility for their young prospects sucks that's why they're terrible. I mean, it's it's unfair for small market teams. Well, then you make then teams like that make dumb moves and trade Meadows yeah. and Glasnow for Archer. But um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't it's like awful. it, and especially like Toronto. You know, you have Biggio and Vlad who are gonna bring people to the stadium, and uh, 
they hold the, them down for that extra year. It, it it kills you know the attendance and whatnot. So absolutely. the thing is, the thing is, for a sport that's already kind of suffering as far as like the excitement side of things compared to other major sports, I I want to see those young guys playing. You know. Yeah. Those are I don't want to see like these thirty-eight year old utility guys playing every position for you because you won't call up one of your studs. Yeah, I don't want to see Kendris Morales on the field. Yeah, I'm makes done me with so it. mad. Yeah. Um, another team we should probably hit on. John had an article last week on uh, Alex Bregman, but the Astros in general. Does this seem like every year they have a top five stud that they're bringing up? They just brought up. It's I found out. Jordan Alvarez. No, it's pronounced Jordan Alvarez. Wow. Fun fact. But ring, every ring year, the alarm. You know, okay. several years back, they had Altuve. Then they had Springer. Then they had Correa. Then they had Bregman. Now they have Alvarez. And they still haven't even called up Kyle Tucker or Forrest Whitley. They are loaded. Yeah, Tucker and Kyle, is, Kyle uh, Tucker is hitting like 360, I think. In I AAA. think that t- Tucker is going to – he's going to have to get traded. They're going to – he's and he's a hell of a chip to trade, but they're going to trade him wherever they – Towards the deadline, midsummer, wherever they need help, Tucker is going to get traded for a. It's going to be a blockbuster. And that's I. I have that's, a. That's where they're going to do deal, that. A potential Tucker deal, and you'll see a lot of these teams in contention. What are they trading for? It's primarily bullpen. So what about a swap of Kyle Tucker for Edwin Diaz from the Mets? I don't. I don't. Oh, you're. Oh, forgot he was on. I thought he was in the Mariners. I would say they probably won't keep him in the division like that. Um, I mean, yeah. Bullpen help is easily at that point in the year. That's what every every team trying to win the World Series is going to go for. Initially, if they if they don't need a starting pitcher, absolutely. I'm trying to think of some starters. Because the thing for. about the, the thing about Houston too is they they're playing. I'm looking at the so win well. percentages. They're tied with the Twins and the AL and the Dodgers. Those three teams all have a 672 win percentage. So it's the best record in the league. Houston think- doesn't even have half their lineup right now. Yeah, yeah that's why they out. wouldn't trade Correa's for that. Springer, Altuve, Correa, all are out. Oledemus, Diaz, he's not a big name, but, I mean, he's a starter. He's out for him, too. So they literally don't have half their lineup, and they're still raking, winning why, winning games. Yeah. That's their, why pitch, I, their pitching staff's unfair. Justin Verlander's a beast. Same with Cole. Cole. So I guess if they were looking for a fourth or fifth guy for, you know, the end of the year and postseason, maybe the likes of Madison Bumgarner – but I don't think Bumgarner is worth Kyle Tucker. That's why I was more looking at Edwin Diaz, who's a 24, 25-year-old stud. Because the Astros don't need a lot. They don't. What about, they don't. Would, the, would the Pirates ever deal Felipe Rivera? If they do, I'll be upset. I'll probably cry. I hope not. Honestly, though, for Kyle Tucker, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it because I don't know how much longer Vasquez will be around. You, you called him by his old name. Felipe. Have, have some friggin' respect. <laughs> Yo, my bad. That's I forgot bad. he changed his name. That uh, was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's they're all the he's the same, you know. He's the People same forget guy. Forget about him. He's a friggin' stud. He is a stud. Maybe the Reds could trade a guy like Iglesias. Uh, yeah. Or Avado could honestly get moved. Yeah. Let me uh let me get in the lab. I'm looking up Felipe's contract for us real quick. Um <clears throat> What do you got for us? Well, I'm, I'm in the lab. I'm still going. Um, 
I feel like he, he can't be uh, – he's through 2021. So probably not this year. They'll hang on to him until until that contract's up. There's no reason not to. But, yeah. I mean, Houston just doesn't need much. They don't need much. They're unfair. Jordan, I tweeted this. He's going to be the next big thing. Damn it, Jordan. He's going to be the next big thing. Uh, I think he'll push for, for rookie of the year this year, even though he's been called up June. He missed two months in the majors. He had 71 runs batted in. I saw in. that. It was like it was two in, months. It was like 57 games or something like that. 23 bombs, 71 runs batted in. He had a stretch of five at-bats in a row where he was intentionally walked, and he didn't even bring his bat out. He ran from the dugout. You can look. The, he ran from the dugout to first base. Didn't even bother bringing his bat out. You can look this up. <laughs> That's incredible. Is that the most like, respectful move? It was like, done? like the week. It might not have been five in a row, but I watched a video. It happened more than once. And it was the week, like right before he got called up. It's like, I mean, you got to call a guy up at that point. No one's pitching to him anymore. He's got nothing to prove. He had like a one, one, like a 1200 OPS. Thank God they finally called him up. I'm fired up because he's on my fantasy team for those of you that don't, don't know. Pat tried to offer me Marwin Gonzalez for him a few weeks ago. That's a Pat, Pat. move. Pat, yeah. I mean, and I, I've addressed this. A couple He's almost as bad ago. as Edgar. Pat is really testing me with these trades, dude. He he proposes them, and then he deletes them, and then he leaves the shitty ones up like that. Why the hell would I have done that? <laughs> so you have some fantasy baseball talk. Peter Peter Alonso hit his twenty second home run today. Dude's mashing. He might. He he's gonna win rookie of the year as well. In the NL, yeah, that's a I lot traded, of. Homers. I trade Justin Turner for him. You did, you did. Um, well, let's talk a little golf. I know you guys will get fired up. We'll wrap up the show with a little golf. Uh, thank God, another major. The majors get me riled up. U.S. Open, okay. little Pebble Beach, a lot of history. I don't know who's gonna win. No idea. Rory's hot. Rory's coming in hot. He finally looks like he used to. Spieth also coming in pretty hot. Finally looking like he used to. Kepka just physically hot. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. He doesn't so look as good three... with a hat off, though. I will say that. Doesn't matter. I only see him with the hat on. So three beautiful golfers right now. Um, Tiger Woods. Burley. Handsome. Sturdy. Nice player. ass. All right. Um uh... <laughs> Um, if I had to pick a winner, I would say Kapka. I wasn't able to take him in our, we'll have an article out later this week before it starts. Uh, the three of us and another correspondent, Sam Reedy, uh, did a little U S open draft. Um, so we each have four guys, each have four guys. Um, one of our four players has to be outside the FedEx Cup top 50, which Connor struggled with. Um, Mightily. And Connor acted like he couldn't look up <laughs> what the FedEx rankings were. And he asked like, four guys in a row. <laughs> oh, the top 10. 50. Yeah. It's like the biggest John Rahm, DeChambeau. It's like, Connor, that's a but, chat move. Yeah. So while you guys were stalling there, I did take the time to. Uh, to look up the the odds for this upcoming tournament. Kapka is the favorite at wow, John also pulled up the odds. Kapka is the favorite at plus four fifty. 
Then we got Rory and uh, Dustin Johnson at 600, Tiger at 900, Pat Cantlay at 1600, and then Cantlay, super under the radar. He's been rising lately, though. You know, he's been playing well. Playing real well. Some notables farther back. I like Ricky Fowler at plus 2500. At some point, I think it's just. It's going to happen out of nowhere, I think. He's got to win one. He's got to get a haircut if he's going to win one. He is, This hair is frighteningly bad right now. He's not going to win this week, but he's he's going to win one within the next year and a half. So, so just year. to finish off uh, for the people listening at home, essentially how we're going to do it is all four guys are going to count, and you're going to take – so say John's guys finish third, seventh, 20th and 25th you're gonna add up 25 20s 45 plus 7s 52 plus 3 is 55 so john's gonna have 55 points and we're gonna do that for everyone and the lowest point total wins uh so it'll be fun uh it it'll get us you know paying even more attention rooting for guys we may normally not root for uh so it'll be fun and as i said we'll have an article out with everyone's picks and everyone will write a little blurb or something about their team wait one, one more time the, the point structure what was that it's just lowest score yeah, okay. just explained it in a difficult way yeah not that just gave me a the, headache based on the standings it doesn't matter standings. it doesn't matter either way it's going to be the same there's going to be a different number but the same person's going it's going to be the same right. standings well not necessarily if we if one of us has a guy that gets cut like he won't have that's why i didn't do it based too. on score Average score. All right, that'll be discussed later on. Regardless, we're still working out the kinks, as you can see. I also we're not like, the brightest. We're not the brightest tools in the shed. No. I also like Deshambo at plus four thousand. Uh, huh? I like <laughs> Deshambo at plus four thousand. You're a big Deshambo. I love Deshambo, dude. His He's swing. kind of a little bitch. Yeah. He's, he's complaining about the course in the last Beth page. It's like, just play better. He's young. He's young. He's still. What did the course out. do to you? Did the course boo you? Did the course touch you? What did the course do to you? Just play better, you know. That's another. That's why John Rahm is never going to win a major. He's soft as hell. Hate that guy. Wow. Wow. He's a fruitcake. To yeah, be honest, freaking fruitcake. He's uh, the guy who grew up in like Augusta, right? I don't even know, dude. He just bothers the hell out of me. He's I, a European. Uh, no, who's who's the other Spanish. American guy? He's like it's maybe Patrick something or Cantley? Or no. Patrick Reed. Patrick, Patrick Reed. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. He went to Georgia. Patrick Reed went to Georgia. He actually already won a major though. But dude, he, he was a scumball. Do you hear about yeah. he like he's stole a, money he's from a guys in college? He's a clown. He would also lie about his scores. I'm I'm like ninety eight percent sure he would lie about his scores. So Patrick Reed, scumbag. Um, I my prediction: Dustin Johnson's winning this one. He finished second in the uh, the Masters and PGA already. He's going to win this one. He's just been hanging around the whole time. Um, so. I, uh, I'm taking Kepka. You're taking Kepka. Yeah. I am taking Xander Shoffley. He's finished in the top ten in the last two U.S. Opens. I think uh, he's going to be one of those guys that is yet to win a major. That's going to break through this week. Um. So I'm all on the Xander train. And I think that about wraps it up. We will be back next week with a lot to talk about. Both the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup will be wrapped up at that point. 
So we'll have quite a bit to talk about on that front. As always, we'll get into more baseball. We'll uh, review the U.S. Open. Probably have a little Women's World Cup to talk about. Um, Introduce a couple new segments, a couple new game shows. We need to get uh, Where Are They Now back in here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm kind of excited to start talking about off-season rumors. You know, you, you got a lot of room for wiggle in those. You get creative. A lot of room. For, it's like jumping into the ball pit as a child. You never know. You might never even come out of the ball pit again. You know, you might not. Can you it's imagine? Dirty, it's grimy. In there? I was just about Jeremy, to say Jeremy, definitely I mean, asbestos. You're in, the, you're in the ball pit. You don't know what you're going to walk out with. You might not walk again. I mean, who the hell knows? Now that I mean, I'm thinking about it, why on earth was I allowed in the ball pit as a child? Why is that even a I'm thing? not letting my kid in there. No way. I bet yeah. those don't exist anymore. No, I've seen them. Are you Where, sure? Though? Yeah, they still have them at McDonald's, a couple of them. McDonald's still? I thought McDonald's outlawed the play place like a minute ago. I don't think so. I've still seen They them. have one uh, in the Erie exit um, off, uh, what is it, 90? Uh, Chick-fil-A has one. Oh, my. Well, that's kind of scary. Um Fast food and playgrounds. And on that note, we're gonna uh, we're gonna ride it off into the sunset. We love you and Alyssa, I love you and good night. Thank you for listening. Productions by AJ Bradbury.